And that's that's what I tell them. Don't don't get so caught up in in okay, I'm gonna turn pro and I'm gonna go here because the money in bodybuilding isn't the same anymore. Mm. The contracts aren't the same. And I've had a lot of guys reach out to me and tell me, like, hey, like, you know, how do I land a sponsorship or how do I land this, how do I land that? I go, first of all, if you don't know how to run social media platforms as a business tool, mm-hmm. how do you expect a company to want to sign you? Mm. Like, why would a company come over and give you five thousand dollars? Because you're posting a picture of yourself drinking a pre-workout. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of BDS TV. Today's guest is Hariso. He's trained hundreds of people, not to mention top influencers in this community and outside of the States. Hariso, my main man. I've known you for years, man. What's going on with you, brother? How you chilling, been? Chilling, man. Chilling. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem, it. man. Appreciate it. Um, well, um, lately, I've uh, I've gotten heavily into training people. Okay. You know, uh, from all sorts of you know backgrounds I have businessmen i have um social media influencers i have competitive bodybuilders you know um i i get hit with a large demographic which is cool because my background is bodybuilding uh-huh. and um as you know i was trained by cormier oh yeah yeah that's right so, you, you were with him for a while a long long time yes yeah, i remember that yeah. total of 14 years yeah when i was with charles actually. yeah okay yeah. um so went with him while i was a teenager you know i kept on going and uh you come that when you come from that type of a background and and people see that style of training, serious training, yeah, you, you know, most people get a little intimidated by it, of course. Um, but as I got out of the bodybuilding scene, mm-hmm. I went more into the how can I make money off my craft, right? Um, I didn't want to get stuck as a bodybuilder relying on contracts because you have to compete and and say you don't do well, you know, because I mean we all take a hit. Yeah. Um, or an injury, you yeah. know, that's which has happened to me. You um, did have an injury. I yeah, remember that. Big, big yeah, injury. Yeah, we'll talk about that in um, a second. I want to get to that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a big one. I remember that. Um, you know, you go through all these emotions and, and all these all these phases in life, and the most important thing is, you know, you always gotta make sure that you can take care of yourself. Right. And the biggest thing with me was I wanna be able to get up every single morning and look forward to doing what I do because a lot of people don't. Most. You know, yeah, most, most people, people most people. Most people will get up and you know, there are things that people do want to do, and I didn't want to be one of those people. Mm. Even though I did it, I stopped competing for a while, I still wanted to be around it. Right. You know, seeing guys get ready was exciting. You know what I mean? I remember how Chris would get excited, how Sean Ray would get excited, mm. you know, going through posing and watching these guys when I was a kid. I mean, you saw them too through YouTube, through magazines. Like these guys were the, were the, they were the, they were the, the top guys in the yeah. world. Yeah. You know, most and, exciting part. Yeah, of bodybuilding. And ever. what yeah. made it even more exciting for me, until this day, it doesn't really phase me as much anymore. But seeing somebody in a magazine and videos on stage, especially at the level that they made it to and they were at, was almost like meeting like the Magic Jordan, the Magic Johnsons, uh, Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryant's of the sport. Incredible feeling. 
Now I can just text them and they text me and like, Isn't hey, so get something to eat. Isn't that great? <laughs> you know what That's I mean? Great, so it's but, like, but it's it's great. Sometimes we actually we don't remember how awesome or how blessed we are to be nah. able to be, be able to be in that. Right? Yeah, and, and I, I I sincerely appreciate that because I I I look at my life and I look at how all these other people are trying to do things. And the one thing I I tell people is that I humbled myself to understand that if I wanted to be great at what I do, then I'm gonna have to learn from somebody who has been there, who has surpassed and has gotten to a place that I one day hope to get at. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to do that. Yeah. They most. don't want to put their pride to the side and go, you know what? I'm not as good as I think I am, or I need to learn more. Right. Because if you're not open to learning more, then you're never going to progress the way you think you're going to. A lot of people actually are stubborn in yeah. the way they are thinking, and they entrench their feet. And they, not at the end of it, they end up hurting themselves, right? Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I learned a lot from him, especially Chris. Chris was, wasn't just a trainer to me. He was like a father. Wasn't you know? he great? Yeah, He was, oh he was a great person to be around, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, never said anything bad about anybody. No, man. You know. Just kept kept to himself. And and if he didn't like something, he'd tell you. Yeah. yeah you he know? was always That's cool, just how yeah. it was. But he was respectful about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just being around him was 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 it was cool, man. Because there was the bodybuilder Chris, and then there was just the normal person Chris. And mm-hmm. I got to I got to see both of those. And you know, Chris Chris was like the bad boy bodybuilder. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, heard, was, I heard stories. He was a bad boy. I heard stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because of those experiences and things that he went through, he would sit me down and be like, "Hey, you know." He he would give me advice based on the things that he did like hey don't go down this road because of this that's cool you know so he kept me away from a lot of it you know um you know i know during one time we both were training in venice you were training charles i was training to chris and you know everybody had their own like little cliques and posses and stuff and Mm -hmm. you know there was a partying there was the people that were doing all these things and uh you know i i do know for a fact that i know you weren't involved in a lot of those things and i saw certain things and chris would always be like man you don't want to be doing any of that it takes away so much time from your life and what your craft and actually what you're trying to accomplish and go yeah. to in life yeah you know? i i for me going to venice and training wasn't like a dream come true it was just a, it was I, I went there because of chris yeah. you know it to me a gym was a gym yeah i grew up in orange county born you're and local. raised you're local yeah. yeah, so you know, down here we had uh Coliseum, uh-huh. which was Milos' gym. Oh yeah. yeah. Um so I, I, I got to see guys at an age where it's like most people are never gonna be able to see these guys because the era of those guys is done. Oh yeah. Um there was Metrics, which was down here in Costa Mesa, where you know Nasser used to train at. Um uh, Sean would train there a few times. I know Jay would come down here a few times. Um so there wasn't very many gyms that were just really dedicated to bodybuilding. And if there were, they were bigger, but the bigger names would go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew, like, hey, you know, if I want to be around these guys and I want to do this, then I got to go over there. Yeah. Again, I humble myself to be around these guys because a lot of guys will go to a gym, right? Mm-hmm. They always want to feel like the bigger guy, mm-hmm. the leaner guy, like, oh, shit, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to go to a gym where guys are 10 times bigger than you, stronger than you. They want to be the big fish in the yeah. pond. Right. You know, they, they, they don't want to go to a Venice Gold to see Dexter Jackson training. Mm. Um, you know, to to see On Nguyen, he used to be down there. You were down there. Mm. You know, Charles Glass was down there. I mean, at any given day, you would see a top guy. Uh, every day. Every, you know? every day. And every day. a lot of people, don't, they don't want to be around that. Yeah. You know, but you have to be around that in order to be like, hey, I have to now step my game up if I want to be in the position this man's at. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was all fun, man, because I, I was young. I was really young when I was doing it. So... 
I, I didn't care, you know, who was bigger, what they were winning, who was doing the Olympia. I, I, I want everybody to succeed. Yeah. And, and if I can talk to them, you know, that was exciting for me because, you know, you, you build the, you build the, you build a network of people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just about being cool with people, minding my own business. And, you know, if I saw people training, I'm like, Hey, that's cool. You know, awesome for you. You know, but not everybody thinks like that. No, most don't. <laughs> most don't. Most don't. Most, most, most will actually, you know, get so caught up. I mean, some people actually, you know, start winning and then all of a sudden they'll, they'll lose one time and then they'll quit the whole sport completely just yeah. for one loss. Or, you know, they won't like the experience or they've been taught wrong or they had a bad dietitian or there's so many things that can go wrong when you're trying to compete. That's another thing, you know, but not only just people just not always wanting what's best for you. It's, it's a very vain sport for the most part. And I think it's actually gotten worse. I think it's gotten worse personally. Well, because now I'm backstage, no one's laughing anymore. No one's joking around. No one's smiling. Everyone's (laughs) serious. They're staring at walls, you know, looking down. Not, I mean, I, I get you're here, you made it to the show, but you know, you've eaten, you should feel pretty pretty cool yeah. right now. It shouldn't be that, you know. And uh, I, I feel like I'm not even saying hello to anybody backstage anymore. It just kind of just seems like a, uh, you know, like a, a detention. When you go into detention. That's why, you know, and a lot of people aren't, like you go to some of these uh, fitness industries and uh, uh, fitness expos, and, and some people just kind of shine you on. Some people do, you know, yeah. especially if they just won. So, I mean, that's just something that I've noticed. Like, because, you know me, I'm a really genuine guy. Like, I go out, I put my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. I am say what's up to everybody. And I'm like a pretty, pretty well-rounded individual. You know, I, st- I, I'm, I, I would say I'm more loyal than most. You know, I, I held respect to a high standard and stuff. So, I mean, for me, that's what I kind of see that has kind of changed is that not everyone's as connected. The camaraderie seems like it's, a lot of it's been lost. I mean, even Gold's Gym, how many bodybuilders we got in there now? You know. I haven't been back to Gold's since, uh, I'm going to say right before quarantine. Oh, wow. It's been that long. Yeah. You still haven't been back. I still haven't been back. They've done some pretty cool stuff there. I, I've heard. I've heard yeah. that, you know, the setup is a little different. Yeah. Um, the last time I went back there is when I was training with Chris Embryon. Okay. And then, um, and then quarantine hit. Okay. So you haven't been back since. I haven't been back since. And even before that. So you, so you weren't going before then? No. Oh. Is no. there a reason why? Or you just... Well, Chris just, wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Know, I, I kind of uh, would do the same thing if Charles wasn't there. Yeah, the same thing. Know, it's, yeah. It's not the... Um, it, it's not the same. Yeah. You know, like I would go to train with him. Yeah. Just as, uh, you know, when he was in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. I went to Palm Springs to train with him. I would never go to Palm Springs. I'm not one to sit out in the sun for an hour. I'm like, I get bored. I'm like, it's I can't do this. Drive alone. The yeah. Drive, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing drive alone. That. But yeah. to go see him yeah. um, and train with him, that's what I would do, which is the only reason why I would go out there. I recently just went to um, the gym out in San Diego. Okay. Um, again, to train with him, you know, just to see him and stuff and uh, catch up. Like, although we talk on the phone all the time and, you know, he's always sending me memes on, on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll call him and I, he won't pick up. And I'm like, are you playing video games? You know, he's, he's, he's probably playing, playing video, video games. games <laughs> he's working and training to and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, that's that's the only reason why I would, I would actually go down there. I never went down there just to train at Venice. It, yeah. it was never my thing. Yeah. It was, it was I was just like, I'm not, what am I going to drive down there for? It's going to take me about 50 minutes, an hour and yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and the reason I don't like driving down there is because before I moved down there and I was living with Chris and Marina mm-hmm. Del Rey when I was staying with him, I would drive to Venice from Anaheim six days a week. Wow. Oh, 
That's that's a long drive. I've, yeah, I've made that drive too. Yeah, I've made um, that drive too. And I did that for a couple of years. A couple of years. Yeah. After that, I was like, "There's no way yeah. that I'm going to continue to do this because this is tiring." Yeah, like I would have to time my day, like precisely, because if I wasn't on the freeway before nine thirty, oh yeah, then I was going to hit traffic. So I had a time the time I left to the time I get there, mm-hmm. and then. Um, during that, during the time I'd get there, that's the hour we would, we would train. Everybody would train at that time. Mm-hmm. So it'd be around, I would get to Gold's Venice 10, 30, 10, mm-hmm. Took me about an hour. Eat my meal, go inside, train. And I had to not rush my workout, but make sure that I wasn't resting as much mm-hmm. so I can leave and hit the road before one o'clock. Wow. Because yeah. if not, I'd have to get on the four or five mm-hmm. to the one o five. 105 all the way down to the 605, 605 all the way down to the 91, 91 take the all the way down. Yeah. And by the time I got to the 605, I would either have to pull over, take a nap in a parking lot. Driving is exhausting. Oh my gosh. Driving is exhausting. I don't think people understand how exhausting, especially in traffic. When especially you're, when you're dieting. Yeah. And especially uh, when you're dieting, you're hungry, yeah. you're already tired. As let's it not is. talk about Friday traffic in LA. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And so because I did that for so long, yeah. that's another reason why I wouldn't. Just randomly go train at randomly yeah. go train at Gold Venice. Yeah. Like for what? Did he ever do any uh, diets for you? Did he do diets as well? Yeah, he did. So yeah. he he went through a whole show process with yeah. you. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. So can you uh, talk a little bit about that? Like how how that was? Um, like how how intense he took? Like because I remember he took dieting aspect his clients very seriously. That's what I do know. Oh man. Um. Chris is all about conditioning. Mm-hmm. He don't care how big you can get. Right. He goes, but a lot of people can get big. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it's going to take a level of suffering that I can't even express to you. Mm-hmm. That only someone who's actually been there right. can be like, listen, you're going to feel hot. Mm-hmm. Your body's just going to feel like fatigued. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some people get really irritated. Some people get really quiet. Most mm-hmm. people just get quiet. Mm-hmm. And you're just constantly burning yeah and if you're experienced that you're just constantly your body's just hot all the time oh I, i've i've done i've done some shows man you, Trust uh, you me. drink yeah, water yeah, yeah. you, know. you just yep. sweat yep. you're just tired yeah um last week especially is the oh worst. man it's yep. it's and and if you can keep pushing yourself then you can you can achieve a certain level of conditioning and it's it's there's there's levels to that but didn't he hang out with you as well like during the last prep like you were staying the night the watching you like consistently I, I had a he had the extra bedroom that's how serious he took it yeah, yeah. I had the extra bedroom in the in, uh-huh. the, in the his his like condo uh-huh. and that was my room oh that was cool man you know so i I'd, yeah. I'd get up for water and uh you know he'd be like hey what let me see your abs really yeah it'd be that intense it'd be that intense yeah that's crazy let's go hit some posing okay i think you're just waking up from a like a nap or or you know some cardio (laughs) you know (laughs) three o'clock in the morning yeah hey what when you're done training go town on the beach yeah i want to go lay down yeah like i want to like sleep you know um but I, i never took it you know some people get mad they get mad they get they get upset and stuff the only time i didn't get mad with getting didn't get mad with him I just, I was so hungry. The only time you didn't get mad at him yeah, or was, the only time you got mad at him? I got mad, but it wasn't uh, at him. It wasn't at him because <laughs> it I- It was at the sandwich that fell on the floor. 
Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. No, it's, it's funny because he, he yeah. loved pastries. Oh, he did? And um, Did he eat them in front of you? All the time. Oh. <laughs> all the time. We would go to that Rouse. Yeah. Where the, you know, you go down down with a condo, a apartment condo mm. complex, and you can literally just walk to the Rouse. Oh, wow. Like right when you get off that freeway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what's up. What's up, everybody? I'm Big Daddy Swoles. Hopefully, you're enjoying your entertainment on BDS TV. If you are, please make sure to give me a like, comment, and subscribe so you guys can be the first to be notified about new content that's released. Also, be sure to check out my website, my music page, my social media platforms, and our merchandise store, all listed on the links below. So we'd go there and, you know, it'd be, you know, tilapia, it would be broccoli, it'd be asparagus, it'd be chicken, and then it would be donuts, mm -hmm. bread, like whatever he was craving. Never bothered me. Wow. Never bothered me because I understood one thing. I chose to do this. Yeah. You know, he's not doing this anymore. Yeah. Some people don't don't understand that aspect of it. They get mad at people. And you know what? They, they need too. to because the world is not going to change because you're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes back says. to being a vain sport you know it's it, it becomes I, I always felt like it it bodybuilding should have been should be used i mean it's it's very few i always feel like you know the under if you're under six foot go for it you know and you got some good shape but if you're over six foot i think it's going to be really hard for you to be a, be a bodybuilder i i do for the most part oh, me, me me personally but um you know for me as I got less serious, I shouldn't say less serious, but more aware of what bodybuilding was, I wish I would have done more videoing or more things like as I'm as I'm about to start doing now, um, you know, and just just kind of just stay stay in the way of people that are going to be your fans because that stage does not mean the be all end all for anybody for that matter. No. It's you're being judged by six people about how tight your skin is and a water pill could just mess that up. I mean, just one little water pill. <laughs> that's the whole show. Boom. You did all this work and then boom, your whole show was ruined. All that prep, everything for that, you know, a couple minutes on stage. That doesn't just, just because of how much of a water pill you take doesn't define who you are. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people get upset. They get, they get that inside them that, you know, and then they get a bad placing. It's just, it doesn't define you being judged by what, six people, eight people? I mean, whoever it is that day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't define you. It's just a show. And that's what I always tell people. It's just a show. If there's money involved, yeah, there's money involved, but don't let it ruin anything you have. That's what I tell everybody, you know, because that's, people do get their feelings hurt. They get in their feelings really bad sometimes. I see people crying backstage, um, throwing things, you know, getting, <laughs> getting mad at their girlfriends, their girlfriends getting mad at their boyfriends. It's it's like, it's not that serious. Yes, take it serious as far as the competition aspect goes, but don't take it to where you're going to ruin everything else in your life. That's kind of like, yeah. I always like, you know, that's a hard lesson to learn too, especially being young. Taking a loss isn't always easy mm -mm. Uh, because you feel like you failed yourself. You feel like you failed whoever supported you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you put a lot of time and effort into this. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, talking to the the younger guys now when they're in their like early 20s, you know, uh, doing things that I'm just like, hey, like, good for you. Um, I always tell them, I go, at the end of the day, you have to understand something. I said, bodybuilding's a business. Yeah. 
I know guys that won the USAs. Haven't heard from them since. Sometimes that's all they'll do. I mean, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Yeah. Like if I, you know, I might, I'm, I'm still planning on competing. You know, and that's yeah. where I tell them, I was like, if you can achieve that, do something with it. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a trainer. Yeah. If you're a trainer and you're winning shows, then that's, that's, that's really good on your resume mm -hmm. because then people are going to look at you and go, this guy beat all these people. I want to work with the number one guy. Mm -hmm. Everybody always looks at the number one guy and goes, I want to work with that guy. Yeah. You know, or uh, if, if that's or physique that they they like, yeah, or physique that they like, um, and that's that's what I tell them. Don't don't get so caught up in in okay, I'm gonna turn pro and I'm gonna go here because the money in bodybuilding isn't the same anymore. Mm. The contracts aren't the same, and I've had a lot of guys reach out to me and tell me like, hey, like, you know, how do I land a sponsorship or how do I land this? How do I land that? I go first of all, if you don't know how to run social media platforms as a business tool, mm -hmm. how do you expect a company to want to sign you? Like, why would a company come over and give you $5,000? Because you're posting a picture of yourself drinking a pre-workout? Mm -hmm. They'll do that for free. There's there's millions of people that are doing that for free. Yeah. Just because they just want to be a part of it. Or exactly. they'll take like 50 bucks or something like that, you know. And then they get upset like, mm -hmm. but I'm not getting more out of it. Why would you get more? Mm. You have to be a value to a company to understand, okay, you know what? This person's a value to us. Mm -hmm. They're generating cash flow mm -hmm. to us because... If I give you product, mm -hmm. that's still that's still something that I paid for. Definitely. Whether it was 12, 15, 20 bucks, and I gave you a total of $150 a month. That's a tax write-off for me because I'm using your advertisement. 100%. A lot of people don't know that. No. Especially if you got a billion-dollar corporation, they're going to want to spend those tax write-offs properly. Even though they, it's money that they do have to write off, they still want to grow their business and their revenue. Yeah. Those write-offs the right way. So just because... People will consider a tax write-off because don't get upset when people say a sponsorship is a tax write-off. It is a business expense. <laughs> so don't get upset, but I'm oh, not just a tax write-off. No, it's it's a business expense, and those expenses need to be paid and utilized wisely. So, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to touch on that because there's some people that get mad when they say, I'm just a tax write-off. No, no, write -off. It's, yeah. it is. It's true. Yeah. And then I, I point one big thing out to them, and this is where they kind of take a step back to understand that, like, okay, you're right, because I never thought about it like that mm -hmm. because no one ever put it to them like that. Right. You got to bring value. I go... A company generates business off of what? Advertisement. Mm -hmm. If I have 10 people who are like, hey, send me some clothes and some products and I'll post for you, they're going to handle all the content for me. Mm -hmm. How much is a content creator? Right. That's pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. Unless you get some kids started out of college, wants to make a couple hundred bucks, you know, but then if you want high quality stuff, how much is that going to cost you? Yeah, it depends. Yeah. It's actually cheaper to just get a couple people be like, hey, use this code. Here's a couple, you know, shirts and mm -hmm. some shorts or whatever they give people mm -hmm. and um, just tag us. Mm -hmm. Make sure you tag us and they still give you a list of things to do. Oh, yeah. You have to do it this many times a week, this many times a month. Make mm -hmm. sure you put on your stories, this many stories a month mm -hmm. and uh, tag us in everything that you do. So you basically are creating more business for them. You know, and say, for example, you're making 200 bucks a month off of this. The company could be generating five, ten thousand $10,000. Yeah. Well, see, my thing is, it's 200 bucks a month. Like, I look at that. Like, for someone like me, I would, I would like, you know, what is that? Like, a steak dinner for me? You know? Like, you know? <laughs> like, That's how like I, I, I like to eat. I, I, I like will, to, you know? It's a real, like. Yeah. When I, when I go to Chick-fil-A with my family. Right. And they're eating, it's like 30 bucks. Right. When I'm eating, bring on the plates, baby. It's like 
80 some dollars at least. you know and that's just one meal yeah i'm gonna eat again in three hours and right. four hours and that's gonna be the same amount of money right i probably go to the grocery store five or six times a week wow that's a lot yeah, and yeah. we buy. We'll go to. It's Trader pretty Joe's. normal for a bodybuilder, for a bodybuilder right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty normal. They don't understand <laughs> bodybuilders and you know the other competitors. It's probably a little bit different when they're yeah, talking like about a real my, bodybuilder. You know, my, that uh, competes. My my significant other, she eats very healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the one where I'm not dieting. I'm a normal person. I I just I disconnect myself from everything. Oh yeah. I give myself that break, and I I've always I've always I've always done that because when I get back into it, I look forward to it. Yeah. I get that like, man, this is fun. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. looking in the mirror, you're like, okay, I like to look good. I like to look big. Mm. My definition of what I look to look like is not the same for a, norm a normal man. Oh, yeah. And uh, as my size, especially being 5'9", mm -hmm. you know, um, without dieting, training, mm -hmm. cardio, eating whatever I want once or twice a day, mm. I stay at 260 pounds. Yeah, I won't. It will not break. That's not bad. Well, you know how to maintain your weight without gaining any fat, and if and if you're building muscle, you might go up. You know, but it just you know. and that, and that. But that's yeah. also not working out. Oh, really? Yeah. So when have you not worked? Like, wait. So you're not working out right now? Um, I stopped training for three months. Three months. Why is that? Didn't feel like it. Just didn't feel like it. Just didn't want to go. Sometimes that is okay. I took years off of bodybuilding because I was literally, I became such a job to me, and it's be, and it's because like maybe, maybe I I I couldn't land my diet towards the end. I stopped being able to land my diet, so I just kind of it just kind of became like I have to take care of myself for a little while mentally, and sometimes yeah. you have to st step away to take a break because you know I was I was seeing everything change into the social media world. Because I came in where they were still in magazines, still, you know, the, the bodybuilders running around Gold's Gym. There weren't cameras anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's when I came in. I came in, like, when you were, I think you were a little young buck walking around, 19 years old. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's when I met you. Yeah. When, when, uh, when content. You were huge for 19. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was, I was a little. You were little, a beast. I was a lot bigger than what I was supposed to be, especially for that age. Mm -hmm. But because being around these guys, mm -hmm. I was able to advance so much faster yeah. and so much quicker. Well, people were talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, people were talking about you. I heard your name through the grapevine for a while. Yeah. So um, before I even met you. During that era when we were at Gold's, if you saw someone filming, it was because Jordan Blackman was in the area. Oh yeah. For muscular development. Oh, okay. And if you were getting filmed, you know, you 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 I love Jordan. That's my guy. Where you were getting he? some attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Jordan was dope. Yeah. Yeah, super cool, man. Yeah. Like the one thing I liked about it back then where, you know, muscular development, they were gonna film you or or post you on like the video that they had on the website, mm -hmm. they would fly Jordan out and he'd be everywhere. Oh yeah. And um, you know, at, at that time I was like, man. You know, how cool would it be to like do a video and be on muscular development? Oh, yeah. And I remember when I got the call from Chris and uh, he's like, hey, we're going to do the uh, we're going to do the interview with uh, with Jordan at like two o'clock. OK. And I said, OK, when? He goes, today. I don't really get nervous. Really? But I was like, oh, man, because this isn't this is a platform that's going to be seen by the world yeah and that's mostly all they had to tap into because i think they were the only ones doing videos at they were that the time. biggest the they only the biggest yeah. only ones were doing yeah, videos. they were bigger than flex magazine yeah yeah and so to get with that was like oh shit yeah you know what i mean and, and some people 
some people can perform and they can perform in front of a group of like 10, 15 people. They can get a little nervous. Yeah. But when you sit there, you're like, no, this is going to be watched by millions of people. Yeah. I better make sure that I'm, I'm yeah. on it. And yeah. at that time I was dieting, um, when I would train at Gold's, I would always wear a hoodie. Yeah. So that, that was the way to go. I always covered up. That was the way to go. That's what we were told to do. Don't yeah. show anybody Don't anything. Show anybody. Don't show Keep anybody anything. Like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, not like it is now. Show everything. Yeah. It's like it's a stringer. I'm like, yeah. it's not stringer season, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went in there. I was filming with them, and I saw Charles, and I forgot who he was training. And uh, Charles never saw me without a hoodie. And I I stripped down. Chris was like, I started pumping up, got into the workout. Chris was explaining it. We were talking a little bit. They mic'd mm. me up. And um, you know, it was time for me to strip down. And it was the first time I wore a tank top out of all the times that I was training at Golds. For the video. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Charles walked by, looked, and he stopped. Yeah. And walked over to Chris and goes, I did not know he looked like that. Isn't that great to get a compliment from? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Not only not only Chris, but Charles. Because yeah. I, when because Charles, you, I'm gonna tell you, Charles never gave me compliments. No. <laughs> okay, he never gave. He gave everybody. Told he told other people about me. So I'm a little mad that you got a compliment and I didn't get a compliment because Charles. I think. Yeah, no, he, you know, yeah, yeah, you look, you know, he keeps moving. You know what I yeah. mean? I think because he knows, like, maybe I had a little bit of an ego already. Maybe, so may, may, maybe, maybe. maybe uh, um, he didn't want to pump it up anymore. But yeah, you got a compliment from Charles, so that's a win, man. That's a big W right there. I, the compliment that I took from Charles for anybody mm -hmm. was that they understood that I was serious. Yeah, that that was the most important thing to me. I I didn't care if I didn't care what anybody says. People would say things all the time, like, "Oh, you're not in shape." You know, why do you always wear a hoodie? Why do you always wear baggy pants? Why do you, wear, you know what I mean? I always cover up. I go, this is all I like to train. You know, there there would be a few people in there that would kind of say things that get under my skin and stuff, and I just brush it off. Oh man. You know, yeah, but yeah. I, because I knew, I was like, man, like, and Chris told me, he's like, dude, he's like, if you were to step on stage right now because of what I've seen, mm -hmm. he's like, you would smoke all these guys mm -hmm. um, because everybody keeps wondering what you look like. Mm -hmm. Just keep, keep, keep doing your thing. Right. Um, and I said, okay. So, you know, when that day came, it wasn't to try to catch anybody's attention. I was just doing what I was told, mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, for him to come over and say, like, I did not know you look like that. And Chris is like, I told you. That's great, man. You know? For me, it was also like a, like a proud moment because Chris was proud. Mm -hmm. You know, when someone dedicates that much time and effort into you, mm -hmm. you know, it's because they they actually believe in you. Mm -hmm. You know, and he never he never pressured me to do things that I didn't want to do. You know, he understood when it got when it got hard. He understood, like, hey, look, I know what you're going through. That's cool. I know that you're tired. You know, he wasn't like, man, you have to go do your cardio right now. He understood that I was like burning out. Yeah. I was burning out. I was exhausted. Yeah. And, you know, there'd be days he'd be like, hey, just go get some rest. Mm -hmm. You know, he'd give me a hug. I mean, the, the, the man treated me like a son. It got to the point where he's like, hey, this is like my son. Till this day, he introduces people. He introduces me to people. He'd be like, hey, this is like my son. Oh, wow. me where we go. I went That's to cool. the uh, Excalibur in San Diego. Oh, they moved it down there. Yeah. Oh, so it was down there now. Yeah, okay, and cool. you know, he sees me from across. Like, there's a stage. Mm -hmm. I'm over here. He's over here. Just people are trying to talk to him. Like, pushes up. He's like wearing his blazer. He's all dressed up now. Yeah. And comes over, and gives me a hug, and just you know what I mean. But yeah. he's always, you know, well, him and I have always had that bond. Well, he's got to cover up the belly now. Yeah. Oh. 
I know that he was working out and he's been doing some cardio I stuff. I see that belly, Chris. What's up, man? I saw that belly the other day, man. I saw a video you posted. Uh, man, over oh, here yelling man. at people, man. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that, you, that was a... Uh, that was a cool moment for me where it's, I, I look back at it and I'm like, you know what? Out of everything that I've done, I, I did a lot of great things. Yeah. You know, which is, which is honestly why I became such a great trainer. Well, I mean, look at you now. I mean, you were worried about millions of people looking at you. Now you have a following of a hundred and something thousand. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. And you're training I, uh, with some of the best people still, yeah. still, and relevant people that are actually still running. I mean, you're actually trained someone that Joe Rogan followed. If I stand correct, and that kid is strong. What's up, everybody? I'm Big Daddy Swoles. Hopefully, you're enjoying your entertainment on BDS TV. If you are, please make sure to give me a like, comment, and subscribe so you guys can be the first to be notified about new content that's released. Also, be sure to check out my website, my music page, my social media platforms, and our merchandise store, all listed on the links below. AJ. AJ, right? AJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just incredible. Like, I, I saw him lifting. I, I didn't think he was going to be able to lift that kind yeah. of weight. I was impressed. I was like, wow, AJ's. Yeah, yeah I, I actually, I didn't I didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. When I when I actually first met him, it was um, after he saw me at the gym that my girlfriend was training at. Mm -hmm. She was training clients there, a uh, small gym in LA. Not mm -hmm. small, but a private gym. Okay. And um, I, you know, I ended up meeting him at the gym that I train at. Mm -hmm. And he showed up with the owner of the gym because they were dropping off some gym equipment. And I I actually met him. That was the first time I met him. Um, never spoke to me about training or anything, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, nice to meet you. I, I don't I don't care less. Right. You know, just another person in passing. I was like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah, another person um, in passing. He actually reached out to me and he came by and talked to me. And um, he just came down and was like, you know what? He hit a place where a lot of us hit, where... You're doing so well, and all of a sudden you hit like a crossroads, yeah. and you're kind of just like, okay. And for him, it was, I lost a lot of weight, right? But what's next, right? Oh, and that's what I told him. And I go, you've you've capped out that you just lost weight. Now you want to build a physique, but you don't know how, because all you had to do was focus on losing weight. And honestly, losing weight is easy. Yeah. If you just had to lose weight for a bodybuilding show, oh, I do in a couple months, and not work out like you yeah. like you have to, mm -hmm. it's it's honestly really easy. Yeah, if it's you know healthy. if you know what you're doing, yeah, and you have that you have that that discipline, you do yeah. have to have some kind of discipline. But if, if you that's your you, expertise, yeah. piece of cake. Yeah, but then you want to get to the point where he's like, I want to compete. Right. I said, okay. I watched him train, and I said, all right, well, look, you want to compete? I said, that's an art form. Mm. From from the way you move, from the way you train, through the amount of weight that you're gonna use, to the to the time that you rest, you know, like every everything comes into play to this diet. So um I started working with him. Okay. And it, it was it was it was cool because he wasn't used to that. And it was like simple things. Where I think we were doing back. Mm -hmm. First exercise, he like ran to the restroom, started throwing up, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm, I'm not used to this. And I said, but you're not doing anything hard. Really? It was yeah. that much of a shock to his body. 
And oh, wow. A lot of people are like that because in bodybuilding, what do you do when you train? You contract, yeah. you squeeze, you throw a negative in there, mm -hmm. throw some drop sets in there. Yeah. You add either do a superset, a giant set, a triple set, like a lot of things go into it. Yeah. For somebody who's been working out, that's not the norm. Right. Now you're getting, you know, now you're throwing some dance moves at them. You're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? I'm, I, I just, yeah. I just know how to two step. Right. Well, now yeah, there's also muscles. You're teaching them how yeah. to contract as well, new muscles. And then as muscles grow, now you have new muscles. You just got to yeah. learn to contract as well. That's this compound muscle movements. You know, they just compound in the different ways to flex on top of each other. So you have to learn how to control those movements as well, which, as you know, but that yeah. kid So, is, you know, I was able to help him out and teach him what I can. Mm -hmm. and uh, I've always told them that. I was like, always take everything that you do and apply it. Mm -hmm. And what it works for you, use it. What doesn't, throw it out. Wow. You know, because eventually when it comes to stepping on stage, I said, that's completely different from what you're doing now. Wow. You know, the so he, he did he compete? No, um, he ended up moving to Vegas. Okay. And um, like, I see him training. I still follow his Instagram. I know okay. he started a podcast and all that. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's actually getting ready for a show. Oh, nice. Uh, but the show that he wanted to do was, was actually for somebody who, who's overweight and then they go step on stage. I don't know if they, you've ever seen those. No, I haven't. Yeah, so um, like for him, he still has a lot of skin that needs to get off. Well, well, let, well tell, um, tell some of these people what that show is, just in case the, the people that are interested in... Uh... So it's, a, it's basically a bodybuilding show, mm -hmm. but it's only for people who went through an extreme weight loss mm -hmm. and then then started building that like most like most like that bodybuilder look type of physique. Wow, they actually I never even know they had those yeah, type of shows. Although he still has the excessive skin uh -huh. and he's not going to get the surgery. Yeah. You know, um he's still going to com compete like that and there's mm -hmm. a category for that. Oh, that's awesome. You know, so I know we've talked about it and stuff and uh he told me he was going to start prepping for one when he moved out to Vegas. Right. So I think that's actually what he's doing right now. Oh, that's cool. Because, I mean, I saw that kid underneath some serious weight. Yeah. I saw him underneath some serious weight. And I was, I did, like, when I shook his hand, I walked up to him and, like, you know, I don't shake men's hand, like, too hard nowadays because how, you know, <laughs> I kind of kind of got a medium for the girls and the guys, you know, because, you know, that dude came up and, like, crushed my hand. I'm like, okay, you know, like, he came out looking like that of the handshake, right? So I was like, oh, okay, are you serious? So I was like, all right, yeah, whatever, dude, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, you want to flex on me? Okay, yeah, all right, flex on Big Swole. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I go into the corner. And uh, I hear some grunting. I'm like, what's that guy grunting about? And I look over there, and he's just loaded up with plates. I was like, <laughs> oh, man, okay. He must do some pre-workout before he shook my hand. Because, I mean, I'm, that dude has got some serious weight on him. And I yeah. saw you training him. And I was like, man. Like, I walked up to you. I was like, man, dude, he's not playing around. That That's some serious weight. And then you told me, like, uh, Joe Rogan was so impressed by him. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, it's uh, it's he funny because I had no idea. Like, I mean, that's how seriously incredible this, this kid did a transformation yeah. from what he did that that's that's incredible like yeah. i mean that he, you draw some attention like that because mm -hmm. you know most of the time you're not drawing too much attention from you know people you know because you know it's hard, they're hard to impress because they've actually worked so hard to get where they're at so when yeah. you draw some attention like that that's that's commendable so i mean it's just not some guy that just lost some weight it's actually a guy who went the extra hundred miles i've, I've yeah. with some big names and you helped him Showing some big, uh, just with just with the training aspect, not mm. with his weight loss. That that's mm. something he came to me after he. No, but I'm know. just saying, like yeah. that. That's that's he went the extra mile. Like mm -hmm. that that guy, like man, I was impressed. I was really impressed. So yeah, yeah. hey, AJ, so, kudos, bro, and I see you, man. Shout out AJ, bro. Shout out AJ. Yeah, out of out of 
out of everybody that I've trained with or trained, um, mm-hmm. my my family were like, "Hey, you you train you train heavy modified." I'm like, "Yeah, really? I, I follow him on Instagram, you know." And I I've trained with some. I haven't met the guy yet. I haven't met him yeah, yet. I've so. met, I I've trained with some some very 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 well known people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the the part that tripped me out, and I was like, you know, the crazy part is, what's the percentage of obesity in the United States? It's up there, man. Yeah, it's up there. So he is part of a larger percentage than we are. How many bodybuilders are there? Well, that's like one percent. Yeah, it's less than one percent. So yeah. that's when I realized I was like, man, he what he did was based at a larger percentage of obesity in the United States. Yeah. That's why more people are related to that yeah. than they are to a bodybuilder. Well, a a bodybuilder is never going to get as much of the attention as someone like him is. No. Because that's, it's sad to say, but it's more accepted. It's more accepted and it's also more noticed because yeah. you, like guys, that, you can relate to that. More more people in the United States yeah. are going to relate to that. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a yeah. lot of people, whether they've gotten to like 500 pounds, 300 pounds, 200 pounds, Obesity is a is a very big thing. So let me let me let me get back to what are you your injuries? I'm noticing these big old scars oh, here, boy. man. And uh, I'm curious about how that happened. So I was 24, 25. I was uh, shooting for a company, supplement company I was signed with. Wait a minute, this has happened during a shoot. During a shoot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go and, on. And uh, this is when like Instagram was like. Uh, the beginning before it hit its peak. Mm-hmm. And so um had my social media, started it, I was filming content. I was shooting and I would always get asked to shoot my legs. My legs were massive. I remember that. And so we're doing that. And I was about 309, it was 309 pounds. Yeah. The heaviest I've ever been. And um, got straight to warming up. I, I, want, I, want to, I want to let the people know what 309 pounds is on a five- Five nine. Five nine body is ginormous. <laughs> okay. Because I got I think I've gotten up to three twenty and I'm six three. So very uncomfortable. Yeah. And in anytime I go over two ninety, my breathing is, is yeah. off. That's just me. So I couldn't even imagine. So so but obviously you're throwing around major weight at this time. Three hundred and nine pounds, ladies oh, and gentlemen. The, the amount of weight that I was throwing um, around, it was just uh absurd. It was honestly it was stupid. Yeah. I, I've always been a very strong person. Mm-hmm. Just just net, genetically, I've always been very strong. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm able to push even more weight, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to. Or you're motivated to by a film crew, I'm yeah. assuming. I mean, I'm assuming, you know, you know. Squatting five, 600 pounds was normal for me. Right. It was just a, I'm going to go train. Um, and the funny thing is when a lot of videographers shot me, they they really enjoyed it. Right. And, I, and then finally I asked, I was like, why do you like shooting me? They're like, because you don't fake anything. Like, right. it's real. Like, do this. You're like, okay, do this. All right. Like, you don't get to capture real images. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's what I tell them. I go, hey, don't stop me. If you're going to shoot me, don't stop me. Let me do my thing. Right. And just capture, just capture everything raw. That's it. Mm-hmm. I can't fake something. Mm-hmm. And so, um, got it 600 pounds on the squat. Um, I did it once already. And I, I mean, I was squatting it like 10, 15 times. Okay. Wow. That's good. No that's wraps. Good. That's good. No belt. No nothing. Yeah. That's good. That's good weight. Um, I know what that weight feels like. Yeah. No. When you're done with that amount of weight, you're just huffing and puffing. You're seeing black. 
Oh, yeah. You know, your oxygen's like Stars, restricted. All that stuff. You know, and then you have all this weight compressed against your heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, and as I'm training, as I'm, as I'm going through the squat exercises, the videographer goes, hey, man, can you do it again? And I said, why? Like, the SIM card's full. So you know when you're recording? Uh, I know. And it just it's... stops. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> so wait a minute. So, okay. All right. I'm soaking that in. Okay, so go ahead and pick up another yeah. 600 pounds and, and do so, it for reps. Okay, go ahead. And so I do it, no complaints, and I get down to the third or fourth rep. And and I when I squat, I, I squat like yeah. ass to in. grass. Yep, in the bucket. And I just felt the... Was it on the way down or was it on the way up? When I was already down on the floor. Oh, oh so the, the bands were constricted, everything yeah. was tight. So, I mean, it still hurt, but it didn't crush me, didn't do anything like that. I was able to rack the weight, put my stuff down on the floor. My brother was with me, and I look at him, and I go, I need you to call an ambulance. He goes, whoa, whoa, what's going on? I said, I think I just tore my quads. Wow. And there's just both quads. Yeah. Both quads. When I went into surgery, my doctor told me, he's like, one, I've never seen anybody tear two muscles at the same time. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's one thing. It's like the you are the first person I've ever heard. The injury was I tore them in the exact same place on both legs. So it was an, it was like a, a, an exact tear. No way. And that's he goes, like, That's like almost impossible. Well, the part that tripped him out, he goes, he goes, your, your form and balance had to have been perfect. Yeah. Because if you were slightly off, then you would have went to one side. That is crazy. But he's like, they tore like when I. He's like, you have the most beautiful muscles that I've ever yeah, seen. Oh, he, he was, <laughs> had. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, no, so, no, so, so like, what, so you literally, started, but that's like an anomaly. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because like, I mean, I've never seen someone say, "Yeah, I tore both." I'm like, I'm like, no one would think like, man, did you get hit by a truck or something? <laughs> Because, I mean, for you to tear, like, literally, like, both quads at the same time, same location, same place, that's an anomaly, ladies and gentlemen. That does not ever, ever happen. So, uh, go on, please. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. so I, I went through that, man, and it was, um, it was also during a time in my life where I was on the cross, it was a bodybuilding, mm-hmm. where I was like, man, I don't, it wasn't fun for me anymore. Became a job. It wasn't fun for me anymore. Um, I, I didn't feel like eating. Um, just trying to figure out like what I want to do with my life. Right. I like working. I physically like to like working. I I mean I, I I'm not one that has to have like a. I can't do an office job. Right. I like to physically work. I like I like to put things together. I like to move things. That's just my. That's just my my preference. Mm. And so. When that happened to me, I ended up in bed. I was bedridden. And I couldn't move. Wow. Um, but this is why I tell people, I'm like, you really, you don't appreciate things until, until things are taken away. Yeah. And for me, the ability to get up to even get myself a drink of water was out of the picture. You know, how easy it is it to ask you to give me that bottle of water over there? Simple. I couldn't even do that. And, um, you know, it was, it was, uh, I wasn't going to call it a reality check because even after some people were like, oh man, you were just pushing, you know, 
obviously, like it's, it's funny when you do something or something happens, there's always a negativity behind it. And I told one guy one thing and I said, you train hard, right? Yeah. I said, well, I, tra I pushed myself so hard that I injured myself. Hmm. I said, so how hard do you really go? Because when I train now, I don't train to injure myself. I didn't squat that much weight to injure myself. Mm. I, I was able to do it consistently whenever I train legs. Mm. It just happened to turn out the wrong way that time. No. And that's okay. I don't regret it. Um, and, you know, after people would say things, I'm like, well, first of all, don't talk to me about training hard. I tore my quads. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I said. Yeah. I, I, that alone yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, I remember my leg days with Chris. You know, we'd be pressing 20 plates on a, on a leg press for 20 reps, slow and controlled, you know, squatting, you know, hack squat, five, six plates on each side, mm. you know, leg extension, the entire, you know, the entire yeah. stack, you know, exploding and contracting yeah. on the top of the movement as hard as you can. Chris does not play. He does not play. Yeah. To be able to get through that, isn't, isn't, you're not doing that to injure yourself. You're doing that because you're pushing your body to an extreme. In order for your body to change, you have to put it under constant tension. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you're going to build the muscle you need for bodybuilding competitions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. Not at all. It is, it, it's very simple to just throw, it, throw, throw something. Mm -hmm. But then you have to control everything. Mm -hmm. And... I was able to, I still do that now, even after the injury, which happened, what's third, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. I can, now I can, you know, press 150 pound dumbbells, 175 pound dumbbells, mm -hmm. 200 pound dumbbells, and I don't throw the weight. Mm -hmm. I was known for, for having that, you know, that form. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell guys, your training is going to develop the type of muscle that you need. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want that kind of like, skinny long muscle that when you turn to the side you just go gone mm -hmm. i said that's what you're gonna look like yeah but if you want like that, that roundness that density that separation i said you're gonna have to kill yourself yeah and that's what a lot of guys don't want to do yeah they get a taste of it they're like oh that's hard mm. although do it once and then you've seen this they'll come train with you and then they don't hit you back up anymore yeah no it's done <laughs> It's done. I remember Charles Glass got some of those those workouts too. So yeah, and no, how did that affect you, man? Because I I remember seeing you at a competition once, and then the first time you were telling me that you got up with crutches, I was like, dude, bro, what happened? And I noticed a whole different shift in energy. How did that affect you going through that? Like how how like what did you do to come up out of that? Because I know that was a hard thing to do. Because now it's like. I, yeah, you were kind of on your way out. You were done, but not like that. I know you didn't want it to go like that. No. There's no way. So how did how did you feel? Like, how did you overcome coming through an injury like this? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, might be tearing things right now or about to tear something that's going to see this video. And they're going to want to know, like, how, how did you do it? How did you come through it? How did you motivate yourself to become back to normal Horacio, the one guy I know, you know? <laughs> Discipline. Yeah. Screw motivation. Yeah. You can go on YouTube and watch a video that's going to motivate you. It's a motivational speaker that's going to mm -hmm. tell you to get up off your bed and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, screw the world. That kind of helps when I'm motivated. That I, helps when I'm motivated. It doesn't help me get motivated. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I, I, I don't listen to motivational speakers. I don't watch motivational videos. Um, I don't do any of that. And the reason why is because somebody is writing that based on how they feel. Mm 
Yeah, I honestly think a lot of those videos are kind of just handwritten and then they'll yeah. come up, you know. Like, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Like, what is that guy focusing on? Whatever he's going to focus on. Being motivated or saying motivational stuff. His yeah. motivation is coming from being motivational. So that's, that's, like a, that's like you being a bodybuilder. It's the same thing. It's like, you know, that's, that's his job. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to, not, well, it does help certain people. Certain people are helped by it. Certain people, certain do. people are helped Certain by people do, but yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm not taking away anything. I don't depend on that. No, you can't. I depend on the ability to sit there mm -hmm. and say, what am I going to do? Right. If I don't know how to do it, I better figure it out. Right. And that's how this was. How long did that go for? My recovery was, was about a year. Wow. A year. Yeah. And that's both quads being. So I had to lose weight while I was in bed because I weighed so much that my, my legs uh, weren't going to be able to sustain my upper body. Wow. So I had to start dieting right. during, during that too, and which wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't hard, but it also was like, no comfort. I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so there came a point where I wouldn't eat at all. Mm -hmm. I don't, when, you, when you're food is energy. Mm -hmm. If you're not, if you're not putting out energy, then you can't consume all this food and expect your body to just burn it off. Especially mm -hmm. if you understand how food works. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I can't sit here and just eat cheeseburgers and McDonald's whenever I want. I said, I'm gonna get fat, mm -hmm. and that's not gonna be good because I need to get up to start walking. Mm -hmm. And so kind of clean my diet up and stuff and. Um, and then day by day, I would watch the sun go up and I'd watch the sun go down, yeah. you know? And if I needed something, I had a, like a long pole right. and I'd had a, I had a knock on the wall. Um, cause I had to get back. They brought me back to my parents' house. Really? You had yeah. to knock on the wall? Cause getting up and down wasn't an easy task. So I couldn't move. But I still saw you at bodybuilding shows. So that was after when I was in my, like my walker. Oh, wow. That was after. So how long did you have to sit there with torn quads without being able to move? How long? Uh, in bed, uh, probably about a month. Wow. That must have been awful. And that's, that I couldn't even take a shower. Wow. My mom had to give me a sponge bath. Really? Yeah. Because my legs were so big that they couldn't cast me. So they had to wrap me, and then they had to put uh, bands over, mm -hmm. and then this like giant sleeve that looked like a giant taco. Oh, my God. And then under all that, there was a metal braces for my hips all the way down to my ankle. Holy so my legs were just straight, consistent. They couldn't be bent. Because what happened was when they drilled through my kneecap, they pulled, um, they pulled the, uh, the tear down and then reattached it because I tore them off the patella tendon. Oh, wow. So like my That's actual straight up muscle off the, bellies. The patella. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't tear the muscle bellies, which is, yeah. which is great. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, but came right off on top of the kneecap. And because um, even after like the day that I that I tore them, I was like still walking, mm. but I couldn't walk with my knees being bent. I had to walk with like kind of like stilts. Oh, okay. Um, and that's how I got around until they took me into surgery a couple of days later. Wow, man. Um, but it it was it was uh it's it's honestly it's really hard to explain because it, it, so many emotions go through it where you're just like. Man, I just want to go for a walk. Right. You know, I just want to go for a walk. I just want to go for a drive. Like, right. you actually start to miss the the small things, the simple yeah. things. Like, there's a park around the corner. Let me, I'll go sit at the park and just yeah. see people. I couldn't sit in there anymore, and that's yeah. the part that drove me crazy. And that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. It wasn't even going to the gym. Wow. I didn't care about that. 
I just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to go somewhere, you know, like when you get comfortable and you start doing things on your own and people invite you places, you're like, nah, nah, I'm good. Mm. You know, um, you start to even miss out. Like, man, like right. nobody wants to hang out with me. Mm. You know, because I basically built my life around bodybuilding mm. that everybody knew me as like, oh, he doesn't go out. Mm. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Yeah. So people stop asking. Well, that's what successful people do. They don't hang out with people that like, yeah. want to hang out anyway. So you already had your zone. You were already dedicated to your craft. You were already locked in. So, you know, yeah, and then plus it doubles down on your injury, which you're already not going to do anything anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, so no one's going to come. You don't build relationships like that, but <laughs> also the people you go out and party with aren't exactly the people that are going to call you anyways. Oh, absolutely. So, you, I mean, yeah, you probably were stuck with, like, you know, that, but, man, just for, to be able to see you come back and to be able to make you, you, you have such a journey and, and be start to become successful all over again in a whole new genre and atmosphere, whether or not be competing, but to be able to see that transition from you to be able to be training with all these people that we know, these 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 highly successful influencers or these people that really are making an impact on people's lives, you being one of them, it's got to be one of the one of the stories that I'm most happy to tell about. You know, it Thank really you. does because like it, it's not an easy injury to come back losing pretty much everything that you were. And then being able to come back and just destroy a whole other obstacle or a whole other avenue of this sport. So yeah. my hat is off to you, brother. Thank man. you. And I, I got to give it to you. So, Thank you. Horacio, man, it's been a pleasure. It's been a complete and utterly big time pleasure, brother. As always, man, always good to see you, man. And, uh, man, I hope to hear some more and have you back on the show. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And thank you for having me. Big Daddy Swoles TV. We out. We out. The Big Tank.